Hey guys, Dan Waltzman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I've uh, I've been traveling for a few days. I don't know if you can tell. I've been uh, <laughs> the I record these devices usually in the or these podcasts, these devices, these podcasts in the studio. But I've been on the roads. I've been recording them on my phone, then passing them to our audio engineers to do a polishing up and send them to you. So a lot of thanks to the team who takes. Uh, <laughs> well, stuff like this. I'm pacing around a hotel room. They'll polish it up, make it sound hopefully sexy as hell for you guys. I don't know. Is this a sexy podcast? I think that's wrong. I th- hardcore. Yeah, we're hardcore. And uh, have it to you cleaned up. But thinking about something about money. As you know, all this month we've been talking about how to, how to manage money better. Some of you, by the way, automatically, when uh, a couple of days ago I started talking about money, already started tuning me out. And... Some of you have some dangerous habits, thoughts, and beliefs about money. And I know because sometimes I do too. I do too. But I want to talk to you as a friend today and hopefully kind of we can together get our shit together about money. A couple things. I hear people saying, by the way, by the way, backstory, backstory. Some of you are saying, well, how do you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> because some of you email me <laughs> and text me and tweet at me and Facebook message me. And I don't share this with the group because I want to keep it all confidential and, 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 and private between us. But you let me know. You send me your notes and thoughts and feedback and ideas like it's not a mystery, uh, especially when you tell me what you're thinking. So that that's the backstory behind this is that you guys are sending me uh, your thoughts and perspectives. And some of you think that you know your your, your money doesn't matter, and and I want to stress something to you: money does matter. People say money can't buy happiness. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it can. And here's what I mean by that: money won't solve your head trash. So if you're saying that, then I agree with you: money won't solve head trash. Uh, the only thing that solves head trash is you telling yourself a new story. By the way, if you haven't already signed up for Awesome Palooza, come to Awesome Palooza because we're going to talk about how to get rid of, of the head trash that you have, right? So head trash is solved by you, only by you, only by you, only by you, only by you. That's just how it happens. Sorry. There's no other way to do it. That's just how it happens. That being said, money can't give you peace of mind. I wrote an article the other day, and, and we, we, we have known for some time now, if we buy into the research from Harvard Business Review, that... Uh, there is a level of, of, of satisfaction and happiness that comes at about a $70,000 a year level. What that means is if you make about $70,000 a year, uh, you're, you're, you're at your peak happiness. If you make much, much more, it doesn't really matter. If you make less, you're less happy. So for some of you, you're not making the money, amount of money you would make. And so let's, be, let's, be, let's just say it like it is. You will be happier. You will be happier when you get your earnings up to a higher level. I don't, okay, look, I don't make up the rules on these things. Um, and I'm not saying that every rule applies to every person because, you know, there's there's always the exception. I'm just saying that having more money to a point, to a point will make you happier. And here's why, because I'm going to change the word and see if you agree with me. Some of you might even be angry, like, come on, man. Well, if you're angry, good. Hopefully you work out harder if you're working out. Let me change the word happy to something else. How about this? Peace of mind. You know, I have a life insurance policy. I think it's $5 million. So if I get hit by a bus, 
one of you gets angry and takes me out, my family is taken care of. And they're probably already taken care of, but it's an extra tax-free way to make sure that uh, they're taken care of. So why do I have a $5 million life insurance policy? One reason is so that my kids can go to the college that I'll want to send to them if, you know, if I'm alive at the time. I want my wife to be able to be happy, get remarried, and do some wonderful things without having to worry about, you know, make choices that come from not having money. Obviously, I don't want her in the streets, you know, selling her body to put food on the table, right? That's an extreme example, but you get what I'm saying, right? (laughs) Wow. Sarah, I hope you're not listening to this podcast. But (laughs) anyways, uh, wow, what a creep. This is what happens when you do a podcast live. I I have notes, but in a Trumpian moment, I'm just ignoring my notes and, 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 and going, we'll do it live. We're doing it live. But, but you know, do you, see, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? And a kind of a silly example, but very serious. You have insurance in your life so that if you wreck your car, even if it's not your fault, right? Someone else hits you, you can get your, your car fixed. You can get a new car. If, you, if that accident puts you in the hospital, then you have someone to pay those, those bills. So we surround ourselves with things that give us peace of mind. But then when it comes to money, we suddenly, by the way, it takes money to buy all of those insurances and things like that. But when it comes to money, then we push back and say, oh no, peace of mind doesn't matter. Well, it does matter because you're paying for it. Now, I get it. In a lot of states, you have to have insurance, car insurance. There's just no other way about it. It's got to happen. Or I think you pay a fee or something. I don't know. Someone always is taking it out of my account each month. But you've got, you know, you've got car insurance. You've got life insurance. You've got health insurance. You've got homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance. And money is your insurance policy. See, it takes money to pay the water bill. It takes money to pay the electric bill. It takes money to go have experiences that are life-changing. Some of you want to go on vacations to awesome places. And it takes money. You can beg, borrow, steal. You can stay in a, a, a hostel. Uh, you can you know, backpack your way different places. It doesn't take a lot of money, but it still takes money to have those experiences. And, and I want to begin to reframe your perspective on money that it's not bad. Can I tell you something, a really silly, ridiculous story? And you might be thinking, dude, you just have spent the entire seven minutes and 20 seconds <laughs> telling us ridiculous stories. But when I was in high school, I... I wanted to go, I wanted to become a neurosurgeon. I wanted to become a doctor. And in my senior year of school, I decided to become a minister, preacher, pastor, not not a priest, but you get what I'm saying, right? One of those guys, religious dudes. And uh, my goal was to help people. I remember spending the last uh, six, five, six years that I was in high school and, and I guess middle school in Mexico during the summers and doing, doing some, some, I'll call it light missionary work, meaning passing out rice and beans uh, to people and, and helping them out. In the uh, Juarez, uh, well, it was, it was, it was a, a, perhaps a little safer than in Guatemala, Chihuahua sort of area of Mexico. And I remember thinking when I was there that, uh, you know, somebody's got to help these people. And if it's not me, then who? You're passing out dried rice and beans to people who hopefully can turn it into, into something more. And money is what allowed us to give those rice and beans to people. So 
Then my senior year, I decided, you know what, I, I want to become a minister. I want to do more of this full time. Now, I only lasted in seminary three years. Most of you can understand that rules uh, are not something that I'm uh, a big fan of. However, um, you know, religion is is full of rules. <laughs> Some of them good, I guess, right? Uh, maybe a lot of them good. It didn't go so well. So I decided that I was not going to return and I was going to go study government and international politics. Uh, another head spinning uh, decision there. But I remember when I was in seminary, this is the, this is the point I was coming to. I remember when I was in seminary. There was this thought that to be in touch with yourself or to be powerful in a religious perspective, to be, I don't even know how to phrase it right, to be, to be right with God, to be, to, be pow- to be a powerful prophet. I'm trying to find the right phrasing for this so that you get what I'm saying. You had to suffer. So there was this connection between if I suffer more than it allows me to get in touch with the divine creator. And he sustains me. And so the suffering is good. So I developed some head trash around money that was unnecessary. You know, you can suffer. Life will, life will, life will force you to suffer whether you want to or not. It's going to throw roadblocks in your way. It's going to punch you in the gut. It's going to make your life miserable whether you want that or not. And I developed this relationship with money that wasn't healthy because I thought, you know, that I wasn't supposed to have it. Meanwhile, I was really good at making it, really, really good at making it. But because I wasn't supposed to have it, I was bad at spending it, horrible at spending it, bad at making decisions, really, really bad. And in truth, I want to caution you against uh, your thought process that might be money is bad. And if you're suffering, you're more in tune with where you want to go in life. Money isn't bad. And in fact, it's like any other currency. And all month, I'm going to be pounding on this. You want peace of mind? You have an insurance policy right now giving you peace of mind when you drive your car, or when you go to the doctor, even if you have crappy health insurance, horrible health insurance that you complain about. Still, you know that at some level, it's going to help you, right? And that's what making money, having money, being smart about money is. It's your insurance policy. Water heater breaks, you go and fix it, right? You're not stressed out about all the things that happen when you don't have hot water. Same with elect- when you get the electrical bill, you're not going, oh my gosh, look at this bill that just came from where. You don't even think about it. You pay the bill because it's already in your budget. It's already assumed to be taken care of. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Money is not bad. In fact, it's peace of mind. That's the point of today. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. We're going to talk more in the coming days about ways to make more money, ways you can turn your money into more money, i.e. investing, leverage, all kinds of stuff like that. But I think it's important up front just to have a candid conversation that a lot of what will stop you from having money or having a good relationship with money, whether you ever have a, a lot of it in your life or not, it's important that you have a healthy relationship to it. Just like you would have healthy relationships with friends and family, people in your community, people that you want to be friendly with, it makes no sense to be antagonistic and have unhealthy head trash and then, and then complain that no one likes you. You can't make friends. <laughs> it's not about your friends. It's about your relationship to those people, right? The same is true about money. 
Speaking of relationships, speaking of head trash, Awesome Palooza, awesomepalooza.com. It's May 7th. I think I told you, I hinted at it yesterday. What does a West Hollywood studio offer you? It's a one day power pack session where we go into stories, identities, and using the lessons that I've used with billion dollar companies and superstars and sports and in business, I'm sharing it with you. I've got some special guests. It's gonna be awesome. And I want you to be there. I want you to be there. Again, we're keeping this small. There's an early bird discount right now. So I'm taking the price, ripping the price down, and I'm making it affordable uh, for you for this one action packed day, okay? Make sure you take advantage of that. Awesomepalooza.com, awesomepalooza.com. Come. Okay. See you on the next one, guys.